Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. You know, Lamar University is the pride of Southeast Texas with an economic impact of more than $200 million, but the university is a global player and becoming more and more all the time. Thanks to the vision of former and current leadership, Lamar is becoming a bigger player in the global market. To consider this, when the Economic Development Agency called for an economic recovery and resiliency program for Southeast Texas, they turned to a team of investigators at Lamar University. For the past year, Drs. Henry Venta and James Sladen have been working on a grant, uh, $440,000 grant. It's a two-year grant, and it'll probably be um, continued it'll probably be added to that the timing will be they're implementing a program to help southeast texas recover from disasters such as tropical storm harvey so they started last november and uh, they're beginning to really uh, gather the data the the scope of work is organized into seven areas and uh, they're tracking what happened after harvey to determine where gaps are what worked and what what didn't for example dr vento was telling me they've discovered that electronic communication was difficult after harvey and so our first responders needed to have better access uh, getting to their cell phones and uh, that's that's one aspect that we know needs to get attention and probably we need to devote some money to so those are the kinds of things that they're they're uncovering in their investigative work uh the scope The first uh, project task is to conduct industry, business, workforce, and community needs assessments. So they're they're visiting with different people in industry and in the community, and they're gathering data to find out what happened. And they're they're forming focus groups in different sectors of the economy and asking these basic questions. They're also forming partnerships and and gathering collaborators with the Southeast Texas Regional Planning Commission, for example, and um, with our Center for the Advancement in Port Management. So they're they're looking for partners as well so that they can gather all of this data. And the vision in the end of this project is to have a, a compilation of the data collected and put it in a, a, a website so that everybody can see it and present it. And, um, and then Dr. Venta said he believes that this information will have a global impact. It'll be a framework for recovery and resilience, not just in Southeast Texas, but that could be also implemented in other areas of the country where natural disasters occur. So very interesting project. We'll probably have Dr. Venta and Dr. Sladen in to visit about that. But that's the kind of impact that Lamar University is having in our not just our community, but in our nation and in the world. Just um, recently, Lamar has been recognized for uh, its academic programs, not just its research capabilities, but its academic programs as well. So this past week, the best schools dot org announced that Lamar University is one of the best schools in the nation to pursue an online bachelor's degree in general studies. LU ranked 39 in the nation among accredited online programs. And LU has been 
uh, offering this program for more than 25 years. The degree provides the opportunity for a minor or a focus on three areas of interest. And the graduation rate is exceedingly high for this degree. It's 80%, which is a great rate for graduation. Also this week, Lamar University was selected as one of the top schools in the nation to offer an online master's degree in school counseling. Successful student has ranked Lamar University number 15 in the nation, best online master's in school counseling degrees. And the selection was based on the quality of the programs, the types of courses offered, the faculty, awards, rankings, reputation, and of course, online education method. And Lamar University has many programs that are ranked. Our Lamar University's Bachelor of Science in Industrial Engineering online 2 plus 2 degree program has been ranked number one for the best value. College Choice has ranked LU's online MBA program and online education master's programs number eight most affordable online masters in gifted and talented education and number eight and best online masters in gifted and talented education so um there are some wonderful rankings, and our School of Nursing ranks in the top 50 in the country and is recognized for excellence by the community for accredited online schools. So the impact of Lamar, not just in our community, but all over the nation, because people from all over the, the country and all over the world can take these online classes. The impact is huge, and that's kind of the theme of today, the impact of Lamar University. And so I invited into studio doctor no you're not a doctor are you paul no, no, not. <coughs> you're not you're you're you 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 play one though over at the I'm cic a professor in, in uh, entrepreneurship and innovation is I that okay college business a director mm-hmm. of center yeah. the center for innovation commercialization and entrepreneurship we call it the cice it's a lot easier that way. It's a lot easier that way. I always get the innovation and the entrepreneurship yeah, mixed innovation up and backwards. Perfectly fine. Perfect. Yep. The Innovation Center. Yep. It's a really institution on the, uh, interesting institution on the Lamar University campus, mm-hmm. and um, not very old, and and it's innovative in and of itself, right? Not every campus has an innovation center like Lamar University. So, talk to us about the the mission of this innovation center it's it's fairly broad is it not it is and thanks for having me over here today i appreciate I'm it it's great talking with you glad you're here so we have uh, several parts of our mission uh, one of them is to be an economic driver for the university and the region so we're constantly looking at ways of making an economic impact in our region <clears throat> one of the clearest ways of doing that is that we work with a lot of technology or innovation-based businesses um, a lot of universities will have incubators you may have heard about these before uh, all the larger universities have them, um, even to the midsize. Um, what we've done is really try to take the uh, entrepreneurial spirit uh, of the region and work with people who have some some ideas uh, to work with it. Most of the people in my client base are local. They actually reside in the building. That's also something unique about our, our building. There's space uh, for them to actually them, work yeah. and, and create. Yeah. Okay, yeah. day by day. Uh, we work with them on their projects. They're having difficulty with something. Uh, they need a, uh, somebody to just bounce off strategy, you know, whatever it is for that. So it's a day-on uh, kind of aspect to it. So where do these people come from? Are they, are they business people? Are they, are they professors? What, what, what kind of people are they? So we're open to all those things that you mentioned. So far, what we've been really working with lately have been uh, people who have their own business, um, it's an innovative idea. So I, I'm not working with restaurants or dry cleaning stores. That's really what our small business development center does. And they have like 150 clients. I have between eight and 12 clients. So I work very intently with them. So uh, we okay. typically work okay. with people with innovation-based uh, businesses that have national markets or international markets <coughs> or high growth 
uh, growth aspects. So uh, these folks um, have to meet certain criteria. I mean, you don't correct. just accept everyone. That's correct. So yeah. talk to me about the, the criteria. I mean, you just yeah. mentioned the, the marketability. The biggest driver is mm-hmm. uh, an innovation-based business, uh, something that's scalable, something that uh, could have uh, long-term global markets or national markets at least, and something that has to do with you know either technology or an innovative way of doing things. Um, and so most of our clients are technology-based, not necessarily software, but they may have a product. I uh, have a, a one c- company that does agricultural products as well as they do uh, air sanitization, uh, killing mold and viruses and bacteria, so hospital, medical applications, and things like that. And usually these are people who either have started a brand-new idea, like a pure startup, or someone who's been working at it for a while, has some data, but hasn't really brought it to break into the market like, like they need to do. So they have a great idea, but they may not have the marketing skills. Right. Or, or the contacts. Don't you help with a well, lot of contacts? but it takes a village, right? <coughs> right, So the thing yes. is, it's really the, the myth of the one loan uh, ranger being the person who actually brings uh, in the business. It's actually very rare. Uh, right. You know, Steve Jobs has uh, Wozniak. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Microsoft wasn't just Bill Gates. It was other people. Right, right. And especially now with the complexities of getting into markets, <clears throat> distribution channels, uh, and everything else. You really need a team. So we have business people. We have technical people. Uh, a variety of those working through there. But sometimes we have a, a one-person uh, company and that they need to branch off and, and bring more people into it. So it just depends on how we're working on it. So that's a big part of our business is this, these technology-based companies. Okay, so anybody <coughs> can come to you and say, hey, I have this idea and I've, I've developed it to um, – to a place where I'm needing help. Right. And and you'll work with them. That's correct. Depending <laughs> on the idea. Yeah, exactly. We evaluate it. Uh, I spent a pretty long session with them. It can be about two, three hours that yeah. we discuss yeah. it, go through strategy, what are they working on, how are they developing it. Um, some, I'm sure, I scare away and they never come back, but that's okay. Right. And then they learn that they have to work on some other things. Exactly. I've had some people I've scared away and, and two years later they come back and they say, I've, I've really worked on this and, and this is what we want to work on. I'm, I'm now committed to what uh, what's necessary. Sometimes it's just an eye-opener to see what you need to do for a business. And so do you have students come in? Yeah, we do have students. So another part of my, my role, I'm also the director of the Ben Rogers uh, uh, Institute for Entrepreneurial Studies. And so that's that's specifically for students. <clears throat> now, I would, of course, accept students at any point, but that's also part of our, our mission in that um, organization to encourage uh, young students uh, or young entrepreneurs, we like to call them, uh, who may have an idea and work with it. And, and that may or may not be as intense as the day-on-day-on uh, work with them, but it's kind of like I'll have sessions with them. They'll talk about their ideas. Uh, they, a lot of them have software games. You may have uh, social oh, media bet, ideas. Yeah. Uh, I've had people who had products, you know, some medical products, mm-hmm, uh, fire mm-hmm. rescue tools. I mean, there's just a variety of things that we see. Fascinating. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes uh, I think the biggest thing is that people realize that an idea is, is not a business. It's, it's a start, but it's really there's a lot more that's involved in that. And so talk to me about something you're really excited about that the CICE has done in the maybe um, – but how, how long have y'all been around? Uh, seven years. I've seven been, years. I've been okay. at Lamar University for seven years. Okay. Well, t- talk to me about maybe a success story. Sure. So we're, we're working, we're, we're a lot of success stories in process. Yes. Uh, but I'd yes. say one of the biggest ones I could look at is uh, a, a company that, that is a transportation company. Yes. And uh, they've been with us for a relatively short amount of time. They're already growing, so they're doing a great job. But uh, they were able to find a home at our center. 
and we work with them uh, really on a strategic level basis, and they've been able just to knock it out of the park. I mean, so they've gone from about $6 million in revenue, and they're probably going to be having about $12 million this year. And then next year, local company, million, local company, stay right? local. and they're now an Amazon provider. They just got that uh, rating for it. Now, I give a lot to the entrepreneur who's working on it. He's done a terrific job. He's grown a team. He's very focused on, on building the foundation. So it's not just him. Getting back to that team aspect. Right, right. Okay. But we're constantly <clears throat> talking with the other. So having that sounding board, somebody who's experienced, been through business that for a long time. That is just invaluable yeah, to, really uh, to really bounce ideas yeah. off of and yeah. to make sure you're you're making solid yeah. decisions. And just real quick, just so you understand, I'm not just some guy who came off the street and started the, the center. Yeah. So uh, I actually grew up in this area, in Beaumont uh, area, but I've been in the West Coast in Silicon Valley for a number of years and worked for uh, some software software companies where I worked on industry development, uh, industry marketing, and, and product development, which is really important. How do you bring a concept into an actual product, bring it to customers, go through distribution channels, the whole life cycle, and start it all again? I've been doing that for over 20 years, uh, and this opportunity at Lamar came up, and we were really interested in coming back to this region, uh, to Texas. Didn't think it would be Beaumont. Uh, very happy about that. So um, I Because you have family that in this area. Absolutely, so, yes. Right, yeah. yeah so it, it's, it's, it, part of that knowledge is, and that's what some people ask me, how do you know these things? It's just, it's intuition, but it's based on experience. Right, and the reality is right. I'm learning all the time from my clients. What, that's what really excited about me. You asked me what really excites me. Yes. Yeah, you want to see the numbers, that really helps. But watching the ability to take your, your experience and play it into what their, their situation is, and they bring back another scenario with you, and you work with that, that's, that's really exciting for me. And that, that's really where you, you become part of the team. You're on the pitch with them. Right. You're working through right. the process, and, and it works great that way. And so how do you take something? I mean, the transportation company is really not a product that you they took to market. How do you, how do you take that product to market? Well, that's I mean, a service. You, so, I mean, we've okay. got products and services, right? So that's, in okay. essence, the, the basis for it. So that was not a startup in the sense that they just had this idea I got it on paper. Let's make it happen. They were actually in motion. <clears throat> but by working with us, again, I give a lot of credit to the entrepreneurial team that they have. But we were able to help them uh, uh, knock through some numbers. And they're they're actually very happy to write a success story about this. Right, right. Part of it. And, and this is a Port Arthur And scalability. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They really <coughs> yeah. took it to the next level. Yeah, to give you an idea. You. Yeah. So this is a Port Arthur company. They went right. to Houston and they realized that, that they had a better shot at, at actually working out to the Port Arthur <coughs> Beaumont area. I love it. That's great. He's a Port Arthur na- native. But now that Amazon has made them a uh, strategic partner, in essence, a, a, a designated uh, supplier for them, they now have to ramp up and hire 80 people in a few months in Houston uh, to take care of the business from the airport there going all over all, all over the Fantastic. region. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And those are the things you want to see. Now, it's right. innovative because they, they did it a little differently, and I can't go through all the proprietary details. Sure. But it's an innovative way of looking at logistics, transportation, and, and, and development. They also do workforce training, and they're very big on getting people from this region. Uh, together and that's well, and that's really something that you guys yeah. provide too. Right. I mean, work ready training, which is yeah. um, which is fantastic for our area. So, talk about. Uh, I do want to talk about how you take a product to market because I know mm-hmm. that you yeah. you you help uh, get investors and things like that. So let's come back to that. But talk to us about this work ready training that's going sure. on at the CICE. I think that's very important, specific, specifically for our area. Right. So to wrap up your very first question, you know, we, we do okay. a lot of things with economic development. When we say economic development, we're talking about technology.
technology innovation-based businesses and development. So that's a big part of what we do. Yes. We also have a big part of our component, which is workforce development, which we'll talk about in a second. The other part that we work with is industry relations and really have this formal relationship between the university and uh, industry, industry, working on mm-hmm. R&D projects and you know really work at the core issue they have, one of which, of course, is workforce development. <coughs> it kind of wraps around here again. Okay. So you work with industry on, on products and solving problems? Well, we, we've talked with people about it before. We haven't really – we've done a few projects here and there. Okay. <coughs> but that's an area that we're growing into. Okay. And, and like all things, it takes a little time to, to build those relationships. Sure, sure. So uh, I think it's fair to say that <coughs> we've had a good relationship with ExxonMobil mm-hmm, uh, for a number mm-hmm, of years. And mm-hmm. we have some of the other major players in the region. And we want to continue to work with that and, and develop it. Um, but, you know, they, they can use any universe they want to. Uh, we're trying to show that we have the capacity at the engineering and science level <coughs> to really bring these projects. So when I say we, I don't mean me, Tonto. I really mean more about the idea of engineering and science and, and the whole university. Everything the university right? has to offer. So mm-hmm. I've become a liaison mm-hmm. uh, into that, that Connecting world. the dots yeah. from the, the industry to the uh, professors who are expert in those exactly. areas. Which Got is it. the other piece of our mission, which is the student-faculty engagement. Right. We're really strong. And so... Uh, these are all four things, but you see how they're all related to each other in at least mm-hmm. some format for it. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay. Uh, so taking a product to market, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Okay. So uh, it depends on it, it depends on where you are with the different aspects to it. So if we're having something on board that looks really innovative, someone's done some lab work, and lab work could be at, the <coughs> at their house. It could be, you know, you hear sure, about the garage, sure. you hear about yeah, the kitchen yeah. sink. That certainly <laughs> happens. And the, the refrigerator, and the science project in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. It works, you know, uh, <laughs> as long as it doesn't kill anybody. And so they may have some aspect to it. And so we try to find out where they are and find out if they're going, if they're midstream. In other words, they've already got a product. They've got some distribution channels, but it's not really working out very well. <coughs> we work on solving those issues, expanding how to get to the marketplace, uh, develop it. it. It's kind of a broad term. So I don't mean to be broad like that, but you can be very, very specific. So let me take one of my clients who's a technology company. Uh, he he's, has literally four different market areas. And okay. he's really just one person, uh, actually two people in the company, and he's trying to do it kind of alone. But he's he's learned that he has to work with other other teams uh, throughout the country. But he's getting big time attention from a lot of different areas. So from military, from uh, medical areas, from agricultural, and and those are really aspects you know he has to be able to handle. And you've probably helped him identify these these markets, yes, exactly. these target markets. Mm-hmm. And he's always been in them, but he's never really recognized them as a marketplace. And now he he understands what that means. It's not just saying okay now it's on our web page right how do you focus your message for those particular markets exactly that's probably the biggest thing we talk about so a product or a company is not just an idea it's an actual working functional product hey that's great now you've done maybe 20 percent of the work you know we've got 80 percent more to go and that is how do you bring that market into the marketplace how do people know about it Right, and right. It's not always about mass social media and you're done, right? Because you have to understand your markets. Sure. If you have a very technical, very selective kind of market, then social media is just a, a platform. But it doesn't really drive the sales. You have to understand the industry. you got to make your message for it. And you got to make sure your product fits into that marketplace. Right. And we talk about this a little technical, but the last thing you want to do is an 80% product that – that covers all the markets, but only does 80% of the work for any one of them. You have to go after <clears throat> one particular market and be 100% on that market, mm-hmm. completely dominate it <clears throat> in terms of requirements. Sure. And then only when you secure that market can you go on to the next marketplace, generally speaking. 
And that's a hard concept for people because when opportunity throws gets your uh, do they want to blanket the earth <coughs> with all markets and then right. yeah hope <coughs> hope something sticks right. kind of thing. We all think marketing is mass marketing. Sure, it's not sure. always the case. It's you not. Very it's very targeted. targeted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. you're professionally you understand this. So yeah. profiling your your client base, your target customers, mm-hmm. <coughs> and even dealing with defeats. We thought that was a great market. Turns out it's not, but we found out that there's a bigger market or a different market. Which is valuable as well. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Right. So there's uh-huh. no failure in our business, sure, right? It's just sure. learning new things, pivoting, or whatever you have to uh-huh, work for. Uh-huh. 180s so, every now and then. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so that's why this one-on-one relationship is so important. It's very dynamic. Mm-hmm. It sh- literally can change week to week. Uh, sometimes you go down a pathway and you have to come back. So how unique is it, uh, this center? Do you know of this going on anywhere else in the, in the country? <clears throat> Well, I'd love to say I invented this from my, uh, all by myself, but uh, incubators and the coaching has been around for over 25 years. Okay. okay. Uh, LSU has a terrific program out there. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Louisiana Tech. Uh, mm-hmm. They've done a terrific job for it. And of course, A&M and UT, Stanford, MIT, mm-hmm. all the, and Purdue. These are all models I've looked at. <laughs> and I Lamar travel. University. And Lamar University. How about that? Right in there. And, yeah. and, and I'll, if I don't, if you don't mind, um, I enjoy traveling and talking to other uh, incubators and, and, and folks there. Now, describe what we're doing and how you have to look at your region. It's really important to understand the, the strengths of your region uh, as you do these things. So there's an economic play for all of these universities. And uh, I've talked to University of South Carolina. I've talked to Indiana University. I've talked with, of course, A&M UT. And it's just really rewarding to see their, their eyes open. Like, that's terrific. They're very excited about what we're doing. And they said, that's a great idea, you know, great way to do this. So this community is not competitive. We share with each other all the time. Uh, new ideas, and they they really have a genuine interest in you succeeding because they want these centers to succeed all throughout the country. Because frankly, it's a big part of making the United States competitive, and that's yes. really our big advantage yes. in the global marketplace. That's right. And I think that's sometimes right. we forget about that, you know. But that's where innovation keeps going back and forth, and the universities are playing uh, a bigger role than ever in innovation and in new businesses. Well, um, and I'm proud that Lamar University yeah. is is in that game. Yeah, um, and we are playing a role in the global marketplace. Yeah, and, 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 and creating our own. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's great. Well, I love the work that you're doing there, Paul. I think it's just just marvelous. And maybe some of our listeners have an idea, and now they know where they can go. That's right. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for being here and sharing all that. And we'll have you back because I know that you have um, ongoing projects mm-hmm. and working with students, and uh, we want to hear about that. Yeah, and our bottom line is to get Lamar University recognition. We want this region to have recognition and economic development. So absolutely, anybody wants to contact me, uh, they can do so. Perfect. Very good. And you go to lamar.edu and you can find all about uh, Paul Lechelet as well as the CICE, the Center for Innovation, Commercialization, and Entrepreneurship. You got it. I said it twice. That's right. Amazing. All right. You've been listening to the LU Moment. We appreciate your time. And uh, I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.